Welcome back, everybody. We are on episode seven today. Can you believe it? We are finally here. We promised uh, some witchy shit. That's kind of going to have to wait because you guys, we have some exciting news. We have our very first guest ever. You guys, Corey, introduce him. This is Al the Pal, and he's coming to give us a man's perspective. So go ahead, Al. Take it away. Introduce yourself to the people. So what's up, y'all? I'm Al the Pal. Uh, Some of y'all may know me from TikTok. That's kind of like my main platform. Um, One day we're going to get 500K, by the way. And uh, (laughs) so what I basically do on TikTok and Instagram is do some um, inspiring quotes for women and relationship advice for women. And uh, so these amazing girls here brought me on the show to give some advice to y'all. So let's do it. Let's dive in. Corey, what do you want to talk about first? We haven't had a single male perspective. So I'm sure that people are like, here we are, fucking six episodes in. Like, and all we're listening to is these two girls, like, bitch about men, <laughs> <laughs> tell these stories. Oh, so, like, dive on in. Like, where where do you want to start this off, Corey? Um, Al, why don't you tell us a little bit more about yourself? You gave us your background for social media. Um, mm-hmm. What is your current relationship status? Are you single? Ooh. Ooh, See, we're gonna get the like, tea. Oh, this is a little personal, okay? Um, oh, okay. I, uh, oh. But, see, and there's one thing with me. I try to keep my social media career and my personal life separate. But I will say mm-hmm. I, am, I am talking to a little sweetheart right now. But, uh, there you go. Yeah. We won't pry too much. But since you have yourself someone, okay? So you guys, the guys that are listening, we have some legit fact. Okay. He has somebody. Okay. You're not just listening to me and Corey talk about how we have guys, which took four years to get. Okay. That's a whole nother fucking topic, <laughs> but, uh, go ahead. I'll tell us like, I mean, what would you say? Obviously, what are some tips for like guys when you're trying to get into dating? What are some things that, you know, how should you present yourself? What, what are you looking for? You know? I mean, how did you find yourself like a good girl, obviously? All right. So one thing guys fail to realize is that you never want to put yourself second to a girl. And um, I, and that goes for both women and men. Uh, you, want, you want to be happy with yourself before you decide, hey, I want to start dating people. And I think your self-talk has a lot to do with that. Um, to be to be truly happy with yourself to where you don't need anyone is what makes you dateable. <laughs> is what makes you dateable. Mm-hmm. Uh, tens attract tens, right? Um, mm-hmm. And I feel like once you start talking yourself talks up so like yourself talks your self-worth and then your self-worth is your Mm. net worth right that's uh i like it i like it too yeah i never thought of it that way so when you're saying your self-talk though you're talking about like 
How are you talking to yourself? Affirmations. What do you say about yourself? Are you talking negatively to yourself? Because obviously, if that's what you're portraying, that's what you're going to get in return, right? Right. right. And um, a big thing with me, and I don't, I don't put much of this shit on social media, but one thing that works for me a lot in building who I am today is journaling mm-hmm. and meditation. And I go. Oh my gosh. I go to. Sorry, this is funny. I go to what we were going to talk about today. <laughs> yeah. We were literally going to talk about like self-care and meditation well, yeah. and like how it, it's important. Sure. Um, one thing I do and you know, I'm getting, this is getting real fucking personal real fast. Uh, <laughs> it's about to get worse. <laughs> I, uh, I go to counseling and you know, one of the biggest things for me as a man like when I first started going into counseling, it was like when someone was like, Hey, you should probably go seek help. I was like, Oh, fuck you. I don't want to do that. I'm a man. I don't want to do that. And, you know, mm-hmm. and in reality, mm-hmm. it's not like that. Everyone, everyone should see help, seek help if they need it. And, uh, oh, absolutely. Not, Corey and I both can relate. <laughs> and guys, you're not less of a man if you go to counseling or if you go seek help. I feel like society puts this big fucking, hey, a man is strong and doesn't show feelings, you know, fuck that. Fuck it. Like, if you really want to grow as a person, you need to be happy with yourself. Go go seek mm-hmm. help. Go seek help if you need it. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I mean, a great point there, too, is, and Corey, we kind of touched on this a little bit, too, in some of the previous episodes where, like you were talking about how like it's not fair to portray like previous um, experiences, trauma, things like that, you know? And I think that getting help sometimes, just having an outsider who's not emotionally involved or who doesn't have that, you know, um, kind of tie to it, it helps with being able to talk through some of those things because it's not fair to portray it on your new partner. Mm-hmm. So, no, I, I agree 100%. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly what Al was saying, um, you can't be happy in a relationship. If you're not happy alone, you will carry that unhappiness with you and then just project it onto another person and make another facts. person miserable too. So oh, <laughs> I was just going to say straight fucking facts. If you're like, my um, thing is a lot of people too, is that they're so used to seeing fuck shit in their life. Like, even when they're growing up with their parents, their parents are arguing constantly. And, uh, like, you know, you've had some with girls, you had a few shitty boyfriends and, you know, like that's what you start to develop in your brain. You're like, Oh, this is normal. Mm -hmm. Like your brain's saying, Oh, this is normal. I'm used to this shit. And then it shows you, it teaches you bad habits, how to react to that shit. You know, that's like, it's not, yeah, they're learned behaviors. They're Facts. learned behaviors that you learn from previous experiences. So kind of touching on that, though, like, what do you think, right? So for you, what are some things that you would recommend to these guys that are actually trying to find, like, you know, because I know every guy now is like, oh, I want her to be wifey. Yeah. What makes a girl wifey? Like, what would you say are things that a guy should be looking for that is like a quality you know, that they should find in these women. Cause you know, there's just like you're saying, there's guys that kind of mess up things for girls, but I'm sure there's some girls that 
have freaking put guys through the damn ringer. Yeah. All right. So I think there's actually three things. And I'm like, I'm just going to go ahead and get the first one over with because it's mm-hmm. very fucking obvious. Men are physical creatures. We're attracted to women that look amazing, that look sexy, mm-hmm. you know. But that's just the small part of it. That's getting us attracted. Right. The other two, that's where mm. the real, the real, what do you want in life comes into play. Uh, Hit us with it. I'm pretty sure. All right. So number two would have to be emotional intelligence. Intelligence. Oof. Sorry. But uh, emotional intelligence. And, mm. uh, you know, when I say that, I really mean accountability for for a girl needs to have accountability for her actions and she needs to hold her man accountable. Um, Mm -hmm. And, you know, there's a lot of that nowadays where it's easy to play the blame game. It it really is. Yeah. Like, uh, there's, I mean, I I don't want to get too personal, but there's a lot of like, hey, let's just let's just ignore him because of right. he's doing this, he's doing that. Have you looked at your own actions first? You know, like that's one of my biggest things. Accountability, but you know, you know, I'm sounding I'm sounding like not confident talking about this because it it, it really did hit a soft spot. But another one is learning how to communicate your emotions effectively with men. Um, and that's what I'm saying. A lot of women, most women don't know how to do that. And it's usually, like I said, ignoring or like being petty to get, mm. to get what you want. And I feel like that's another mm-hmm. thing. It's a, and I'm gonna get into that later, but that's another thing that I'm against. And uh, I feel I'm big on the when you did this, it made me feel such and such. Like that's I'm big on that. Yeah. I feel like that is how you communicate the best with men. Um, we're very solution based. We won't to solve the problems it's our natural fucking role and uh women yeah. very emotional which creates a when whenever conflict is involved it creates a it creates fucking chaos is what it does but uh fair and then uh it's true it's true because i know that like for me right i have learned that he will respond way better if I do the, when you do this, I feel this. Because that is a sentence that does not sound like an attack. So then he's not on the exactly. defense, but I'll tell you this right now. The second, and Al, back me up on this 100%. The second, ladies, if you fucking start crying, he's going to go into like, oh no, like, what do I do? I need to fix Real her. Shit. Like, Real shit. they don't like that. I, they don't like it. <laughs> I think crying, um... To a man, sorry, my dog's being loud as shit, but 
<laughs> uh, crying doesn't solve shit. As a matter of fact, ladies, I don't think you should ever cry in front of a man. Ever. Like, there's no fucking reason. Sorry, unless, but- unless your best friend or your sister are close to close relative dies I don't think you should cry in front of a man Um, it's just one it's showing him that you're even ten times more emotional than you are when y'all are arguing and uh, that's just not attractive to me I I want a woman that's emotionally intelligent she knows how to manage her emotions knows how to communicate knows how to tell me what the fuck's wrong when it's wrong, mm. not just build, let it hold it there and let that shit build up and then be like one day just leave this motherfucker in the dust. Like, you never do this. Like, no, fuck that. <laughs> Fucking communicate. Like, and I feel like everyone says communications key, communications key. No. Communication don't mean shit unless it has meaning. You can communicate all the fuck you want. All you want. Until you get empathy from the other person, your communication doesn't mean a damn thing. If you don't understand, or if you can't have empathy for the other person, it doesn't mean anything. Yeah. I mean, that makes makes sense. Um, I mean... I feel like I got called out right there. I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> well, I mean, like... So, uh, yeah. no, it's totally fine because this is what we want, right? This is why we figured, like, for everybody that's listening, we needed a male perspective, right? Because, like, Corey and I are going to be like, just fucking cry in front of him. Like, just be a whiny bitch. It's fine. Yeah. Like, he won't care, you know? But it's good to get those those kinds of, um, like, you know, perspective. Um, it gets you thinking. For me, yeah, my, my thing is this, though. So, right, we're kind of, we're talking on the topic, and, and Corey, go ahead and uh, back me on that, right? Like, we both are probably guilty of this. I mean, what would you say, then? Like, how would you be successful? Like, if you were, you know, obviously for these girls, if they are trying to have a long-term relationship, right? And obviously we both know, Corey and I both come from long relationships previously to the ones we're in now. And so how would you be successful? Because there's gonna be trials and tribulations. Like you're gonna get heated conversation, right? You know, so how would she be successful in those moments where either he's pissed at her, she's pissed at him, you know what I mean? So, Whenever there's a problem in a relationship, I feel like, and this is this is on men, real shit. Uh, men don't like to express feelings and emotions, and, and it's because society's taught us to be that way. That's just a hard, hard truth. But as a man, from a man's perspective, I would say. That men need to learn to understand women. And that's, I, that sounds like a basic thing, but it's, it's, oh, it's very complicated. 
And it's because it's the way women speak. And men, like I said earlier, think logically. You want, They want a solution right away. Women speak from emotion. And mm. one thing I've learned over, like, studying, dating, and relationships is that whatever a woman says, you don't go by that. You don't listen to what she says. <laughs> You don't listen. You never listen to what a woman says most of the time when she, especially if it's in an argument, it's more so of how she's feeling. You want to see how she feels. That's mm. the best advice I could give on like conflict. Understanding women gets you yeah. way further than reacting. On that note, I think that goes both ways. I actually had uh, an instance where I got in, not a fight, but just the first like angry moment I had with my my boyfriend where we were both mad at the same time and that's never happened before. Um, and a, another friend of mine was like, well, now that that's happened, you need to have the conversation of what do you need when you're angry? Are you the type of person who needs some space for a minute? Um, mm -hmm. Are you the type of person who wants to, you know, talk it out right then and kind of just have that conversation around what are your needs when we reach this point again in the future? So that way it doesn't escalate. It doesn't become the, the huge blowout argument. And I thought that was some pretty solid advice. Oh, real shit. Like there's, there's many ways to prepare for um, bad situations. Um, right. One thing, and I've made a video about this on my TikTok, and I was basically talking about before you get in another relationship, you need to sit down and do this. What I was saying is you need to pick out all your standards, what you want. And for guys, it's more than just looks, guys, because what happens at the end of the day, a lot of guys go for looks and they end up getting their fucking heart broken. I'm being dead serious. You can have, like, mm -hmm. and that's one thing, you can have a girl that looks 10 out of 10 and she can still treat you like shit. And the same goes for y'all. Like, you can have, like, this fucking, you know, Thor-looking motherfucker and he treats you like, he treats you like <laughs> shit. So, get your physical, what your typical physical attractions are in there, but you really want to get, I want someone that doesn't treat me like shit. I want someone that communicates effectively. I want someone that mm. texts me the such and such. I want someone that does small, small things for me, small acts of kindness, you know, make you a list of that and uh, make you a list of what you don't want. And I'm pretty sure we all have act, we all have exes, so we know what the fuck we don't want. Um, so, and you know, it's that would probably be the most healthiest thing you can do for yourself. If you know, because I'm a big person on, if you know what you want, then you know what your your goal is. If you don't know what you want, then how do you have a goal? You don't. I'm big on that. Yeah, no, I agree. I think it's a good point too to talk about how like 
for guys and again just from my personal like perspective as a as a female right my thought is this right i get it we all want to be attracted to someone right we all want to feel this like physical like attraction mm-hmm. i'm gonna tell you right now that six-pack ladies it ain't gonna be there when he's like 45 it's gone like when you're eight months pregnant you're not gonna be like oh yeah look at me i'm looking like a skinny legend no you're gonna be like i look like shamu like yeah. so that's kind of where i would like i took it where they have to understand that looks are only going to get you so far. Looks are also fleeting, right? They will change and you will grow up and you will change and there will be things that change with it. And so you have to have somebody that loves you in an unconditional way that is beyond a physicality. Mm-hmm. So I, I agree with you on that. 100%. And also status doesn't mean a fucking thing either. I don't give a shit. And this is one mm-hmm. thing I try to tell girls and you know, it's kind of, more so our generation that does this shit, but having a follower number or a nice truck or such and such amount of money, yeah, those are all signs of stability, but how does he treat you? That's a fucking big one. How does he treat you? Right. No, absolutely. So we talked about the kind of like looking at the needs, like what you need in a partner, what you look for when finding a new partner. But what are some things you have found that are universally red flags when you're talking to someone? (laughs) Universal red flags. Staying out of you too early. And... How early is too early? I'll tell us. Well, I feel like so. <laughs> I feel like oh, I Lord. To, you can expose yourself. We I do. feel like it needs to at least you need to at least have the first date down before oh, that is oh. dropped. <laughs> you guys, believe it or not, no. Ooh, you know, sur- big surprise, right? But uh, oh my no, God. there's a. Uh, getting obsessed with somebody too early is a big turn off to me because what is that called? Y'all know what that's called. Uh, well, it could be anxious attachment. It could be. It starts with love. <laughs> like, there's a love bombing. Oh, love, love bombing. Oh, yeah. Okay. Whenever. <laughs> Corey, narcissism, yes. sociopath. What are the other terms we had with our exes? Yes. So, and that's one thing I wish I would have known about before I got into a really serious relationship mm. two years ago. Well, yeah, pretty much two years ago. Um, I was love bombed. And, you know, that was me coming up. Wasn't really dating a lot of people. And uh, this girl showed me, was like, I love you so much. You know, like, boom, 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 boom. Next thing you know, I'm fucking driving myself crazy she's calling me a narcissist when she's the real narcissist you know like that's mm. like that's and that's one big fucking thing because <laughs> i'm just gonna get on narcissism for a second mm-hmm. i actually looked inward i was reflecting on myself and i was like am i a narcissist you know and narcissists don't have the ability to reflect on anything 
And that's when, whenever I found that out, I was like, I'm not a fucking narcissist. <laughs> She's a fucking narcissist. She's making me think that I'm fucking putting shit out of proportion, and it's not. And, uh, <laughs> I, to whatever viewers that are watching this shit and y'all know who I'm talking about, I'm, I'm sorry, but not really. Y'all, y'all are probably <laughs> laughing. Your, you're <laughs> probably laughing. Right out, but, but, uh, real shit like that chain, that was a big red, red flag for me in, in women at least. Now, for men, <laughs> the biggest red flag in men, I would say, is a man and Corey and I are like so anticipating this we're both like so <laughs> oh, eagerly just was, hanging on every word Al is about to say that's why I paused a man who says he's gonna do something but doesn't fucking do it oh fucking claps everybody start clapping in the car <laughs> if you're listening <laughs> no for real though I mean if you won't, why I keep saying that? A man that really, like, means something, if you mean something to him, he's going to fucking come through mm. on his fucking promises, like, real shit. And if he doesn't come through, it means you're, you're, you're an option. Real shit. Real shit. Like, <laughs> it's a, you're an option. If he doesn't say he's going to do this for you, or if he says he's going to do this for you, and then always like, oh, and you're like, you're like anticipating, anticipating, anticipating. And then you like finally reach out to him. Like, what? he's like, oh, well, I forgot. Yeah, that's bullshit. This, this bullshit fucking behavior. We can all agree on that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think one thing we've come back to quite a bit is if you're dating with the intent of dating long term, and you're seeing these patterns, they're probably not going to change. Mm. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's very true. You're always... Yeah. <laughs> whatever you get early is what you can get later. I mean, mm -hmm. that's just... And you heard it right there. So ladies who think, oh, my God, he's going to change. He's going to be different. Yeah. Hey, coming from a fixer, I'm a fucking fixer. Mm -hmm. Don't fucking do it. Don't try to fix anybody. Trust that you are good enough and what's good for you is going to come to you. And if it's somebody that's fucking, you know, purposely ignoring you, pers purposely making you go out of your way to do shit or purposely making you feel like you're less than. You don't mm -hmm. fucking need that person in your life. I'm. I, this is one yeah. thing I wanted to share in this whole podcast. Stop trying to be with somebody. Trust that you're already with them. The, I feel like a lot of people don't understand the law of attraction. Whenever you want something... You become somebody that is worthy of that. Mm. My biggest thing, you know how people say, I want a bunch of money. I am money. Well, that's the same. The same rules apply. If you talk 
And this yeah. is a big another thing. If girls would be like, "Hey, um, all men men ain't shit, or men are trash, men fucking cheat." That's all you're gonna attract. You're gonna get. You're gonna see every guy that that is a shitty person. He's gonna do all that shit to you. And that's why this all go all goes together. Self talk and the law of attraction. You speak it into existence. You speak it mm-hmm. into existence. Mm-hmm. If you want somebody that's good for you, well, you need to start treating yourself good for one. And think you're, you need to believe, don't think, you need to believe that you're good enough for that. And then once you do that, you need to continue on and you will become a a 10. You will be a 10. And like I said, 10s attract 10s. Yeah. Yeah. Full circle here. When you started, you were talking about journaling and, um, my journaling thing is I always start journal with gratitude, manifestation, affirmations, and that's exactly what this is, right? What are you grateful for in your life? You're forcing yourself to see the positive, um, affirmations. What are you saying that's nice about yourself and you're putting out there to the universe and then what are you manifesting? What is it that you're um, bringing forth in your life that you want? That's it. That has been so successful for me. Um, you can literally manifest the love of your life if you want to. It's all about getting yeah. in touch with your 2.0 version of yourself. If you can be the two-point mm. version of yourself, did I say two-point or 2.0? well you said both but it's fine 2.0 version of yourself gets what they want right so if you Mm -hmm. want somebody that's super sexy and super awesome you know like just treats you like you're the fucking world well you need to be become that person i feel like a lot of people they want the right person but never want to be the right person so be the right person. Yeah, no, exactly. And I think going off, Corey, what you were saying, where you were saying, like, you have to start with gratitude, right? And that's hard for a lot of people to find that redirection to go into something that is positive. The other thing I was going to touch on is when you're talking about um, affirmations, and you both kind of touched on this, I think that it's important to point out that even without us knowing it, Nine times out of 10, we are our worst critics. And we actually, if you can believe it, I can speak for myself on this one. I say things that are probably 10 times meaner to myself than anybody has ever said to me in my life. Real shit. You know what I mean? So, yeah. And and so that's where I think it is. It's a challenge, right? That's the whole point of becoming this 2.0 version it's not going to be easy. If you want easy, you're going to be nice and low with the fours, the fives and stick with what you want. Don't ask for a 10, right? But if you challenge yourself, challenge your thinking and challenge the way that you speak to yourself, I think then that you can manifest the 10s, the nines, the, I'm like a humble eight. (laughs) Yeah. Well, my thing is, 
people say, well, I'm manifesting this. I don't, you can't just go in. I, I, I believe in a little bit of this universe shit, but you can't just go into it and like manifest. Oh, I want $2 million tomorrow. You don't, whenever you're forcing <laughs> shit, that's when it doesn't work. I feel like whenever you put your, you raise your vibration, as people say, you put yourself on that level of like, oh, I want, I want someone that truly loves me, not going to use me, not going to cheat on me. You put yourself on that level, which (laughs) let's be honest, that shouldn't be a very high level, but unfortunately with the generation we're in, to not get cheated on, that's a pretty high level. Uh, mm-hmm. But, and, and it all depends on who you are, but, you know, we you put yourself on the, Bed there. <laughs> put yourself on that level and you get back. You, what you put into the universe is what you receive back. Yeah. No, I agree with you. 100%. So, so, obviously, uh, Corey knows a little bit about how the universe works. I'm very curious <laughs> on some, uh, what has been the biggest thing you've manifested? Ooh. I think I manifested my current boyfriend. Um, I, as Elena had mentioned, we had been single for a very long time. We were single for probably around four years between our last relationships and current ones. And um, I had been, you know, had been dating the same person on and off for a long time. And I decided that it was a situation where he could have done it and he did it. You know, like you were saying, he had all these opportunities to step up and, be the man I wanted him to be and he never could. So I finally one day said out loud to Elena, I said, I'm done. I said, I'm moving past that chapter in my life and I'm focusing on myself. And two weeks after that, I met my boyfriend. I'll be down. It's crazy. Yeah. It's crazy how the universe works. Yeah. It People is. don't, yeah, like, and she's right. Real, and I'm gonna say this, and this is fixing to go to the fucking public. But I grew up Christian, and you know, if they heard half the shit that I was saying right now, the people in my church, they would be like, "You're gonna burn in hell," you know. And I'm like, "There's, we'll a, save you there's seats. a huge difference between <laughs> religion and spirituality." I feel like mm-hmm. every day. And you're talking about going back to gratitude and everything. This is what my journaling is. I do my meditation. It's usually around five to ten minutes. Get my head in the right place. I'm putting, Mm. um, I'm reflecting on on the day before. I do that every day because I'm very goal oriented. I want to like see how much shit I can get done in one day. And most of the time I get, at least half the shit done because usually I'm being unrealistic about my goals, but the more goals I have, the more I get done. So reflect the day before, then I set the goals for that day. And then this is where the gratitude comes into play. I'm 
I'm thankful for at least five things. And mm. within those lists, it may be family. It may be, it may be like my, just my dog, you know, like, and yeah, the way this is proven science. Whenever you look at things just like a normal way, they don't do much, but in science, there's like when you're studying atoms, you can look into a microscope, and if you change your idea of how you're viewing this, like, oh, this has a lot of energy, it it moves around. Like, atoms move. So just by looking mm-hmm. at things in a different way has an impact mm. on the world around you. It's insane. Yeah. It's yeah. really insane. And I think, too... I think this is a really good thing too. And I want to touch on this before we kind of uh, hop into the next topic. But what I wanted to say is that I feel like for guys, right? Saying meditation, it's kind of has this taboo. But like, if you think about it, and I don't know why this is just kind of popped into my head here, but like when you see those, the NFL guys and they're in the uh, locker room before the games, like they're playing their hype song. What do you think they are doing? They are doing self affirmations. I'm about to be a badass. I'm about to make 38 touchdowns. I don't know. You know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's it's these types of things where, you know, we say meditation, but really it can just be time where you sit there and you genuinely hype yourself up. You know? Atomic habits. Everybody fucking read it. It's a good one. <laughs> but uh have you read it? I've, I have, yeah. I've almost finished it, but it is it's amazing. You learn shit every day. Um but this so I hate to like just be like all booksy and shit, but this the secret law of attraction shows you kinda how it works. Is it the best book for law of attraction? Not necessarily. If you don't wanna if you hate reading, just fucking look it up on, on the T V. You can it's uh, I think it's on Amazon Prime or Netflix one. But as Corey briefly pans over to her half yeah. library, <laughs> it's a very good read. And then this one, I feel like has had the most impact on me. Dale Count Dale Carnegie, How to Win Friends and Influence People. Um, I, I have yet to read these two though. Um. The subtle art of not giving a fuck, which hey hey, that's one of the best books ever. And it's so easy to it's so easy to read. The vocabulary is like fucking perfect. It's like perfect for my Gen Gen Z mind. But uh, <laughs> this is one that I really want to get into, and I actually had had a chapter. Like at the beginning of each chapter, it has like a, like kind of like a quote per se, I guess you could say. And uh, mm. so this is chapter 30, and I was going to say this real quick. This is talking, this is mm-hmm. the name of the books, The Way of the Superior Man. And it's not misogyny like you think, it's not nothing like that. It's just understanding women is how, how it works. In chapter mm. 30, it's called what she wants is not what she says. And I was talking about this earlier. I was talking about this earlier. So here's the quote. 
Sometimes a woman will make a request of her man in plain English, not to get him to do something, but to see if he is so weak that he will do it. In other words, she is testing his capacity to do what is right, not what she is asking for. In such cases, if the man does what his woman asks, she will be disappointed and angry. The man will have no idea why she is so angry or what could possibly please her. She must remember that her trust is engendered not by him fulfilling her request, but by him magnifying love, consciousness, and success in their lives in spite of her request. Mm. That shit there, it, it really, when I read that, it really made me think about how men don't understand women. There's, there's a whole lot of, well, oh, she's telling me I'm not doing this, or she's telling me that, hey, um, I'm busy, or, you know, just random ass shit. It, it makes you think, like, men really don't understand women. They, we don't, we don't understand women to the full extent, and we probably never will. Y'all are the, Y'all have so many fucking different things going on, but as someone that does somewhat understand women, that's one big thing that I tell men is like, when you start to understand where she's coming from is when you start to open her up and you start to relate to her and you start being able to love her. Yeah, no, absolutely. And I think... I think honestly, right there is is a great place where we're going to wrap it up for today, you guys. We are going to drop some socials. Al, freaking tell the people where they can find you. I mean, you guys, he's got how many fucking videos now? Like, well, probably close to a thousand videos on TikTok. But oh, mm-hmm. my uh, TikToks, I am underscore Al the Pal. I'm underscore out of the pal, and then same same thing on Instagram. Y'all go drop me a follow if you can. I just got verified on Instagram. I don't know how, but it was awesome. (laughs) Look at that. And if you guys feel so inclined, you know, after if you guys have come here because you're part of the out of the pal fan club uh, as that's actually ironically we'll just kind of like briefly say this that's actually how al and i met was on tiktok power of tiktok but um if you guys feel so inclined to follow us Corey and i we are sidelined pd we are on twitter we are on instagram we are on TikTok. go fucking and follow them damn it there you freaking <laughs> go there you freaking go you guys because al and i am just i'm this nosy al has 6.8 million likes Corey and oh sorry let me get to the followers 359,000 Corey and I we are not even to 150 <laughs> not thousand <laughs> so if you guys feel so inclined you'll definitely hit <laughs> exactly. I'll make sure y'all hit a thousand for sure I'll make sure there I, we I go there we go things, but I'll make sure y'all get a thousand <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> we're, we're over here hustling. We're posting like all these things that are like, we're, this is funny. No one's following. We're like, we're not fucking funny. It's all right. Um, but you guys, we will catch you guys on the next one. Episode eight. I think we are going to dive into, since we kind of touched on it, we're going to dive into vibrations. We're going to talk about energy. We're going to talk about uh, affirmations. Let's talk about some witchy shit. Like I promised this episode, but you guys hope you guys enjoyed it. Hope you guys loved hearing from Al. We'll part probably have him back. Honestly, you guys, Al. right. Part two, <laughs> Al 2.0. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see. But you guys <laughs> write in, right in. We want to hear, you know, if you guys have questions for Al, we're down. If you guys have stories like, Hey, my boyfriend's doing this. I guarantee you, Al can probably figure it out better than Corey and I can. So, um, you guys sideline PD at Gmail, let us know. And until next time. Thank you.